1: My name is Carrie Kenny and I am guest hosting for the lovely Leslie, who is going to be away from the microphone for a little bit. And I'm gonna do a few episodes. Hopefully I can I can do them justice for her. If you don't know who I am, I'm an actress. I do comedy. Uh you may remember me from a little television program called Reno Nine Hundred and Eleven, where I played a fake police officer. Um, I don't know. I'm on all kinds of TV shows and movies and crap like that. But most importantly, I like to bake, and I like to sew, and I like to weave, and I like to make crap that no one ever sees, but that I appreciate doing. So I'm going to talk to some other makers, doers, movers, shakers. David Wayne, hi. I feel like a lot of people might not know how long we've <laughs> known each other. I'm looking at it as if there's
0: a camera, <laughs> like, huh?
1: <laughs> the podcast audience of one. Um, David and I have known each other for 31 years. We just celebrated our wood anniversary.
0: Our wood. Would you like to be my friend for more years? Anniversary.
1: See, 31 years of that. Yeah. So I felt like I knew everything there was to know about you, because not only have we known each other for 31 years, like we've been in each other's faces. We've and lived
0: together. We've lived
1: together. We've played
0: together. We've traveled together. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We've done everything together for 31 years. But one thing that I found interesting was as I was walking in the door, you were typing up a list of your hobbies.
0: A, a lifelong sort of sub hobby is list making.
1: Yeah. Certainly. <laughs> I think that falls under OCD, <laughs> yes. which can be a hobby.
0: Yeah, time management and researching time management and wasting time thinking about time management is definitely a hobby.
1: Well, what is the definition of a hobby? Because to me, it's something that you do to pass the time that you're not necessarily making money from. And if that's the case, then yes, one of my hobbies (laughs) is worry. One of them is making lists and then worrying about the list.
0: Although you and I are in a profession where sometimes the thing that's a hobby can be overlapping with your work
1: true like my ukulele playing exactly it hasn't started making me money yet but i feel like two more youtube tutorials Mm -hmm. and i'm going to be playing two and and, and at least four people as a
0: hobbyist musician my whole life i've always shoved myself into situations where i can play music on stage or on screen even though i'm really not of the level to be able to do that
1: but you are you're great in fact on david's office door it says drummer yeah. which is and I remember when we were in college in 1804 and you had business cards that had your it said Jim Stansel Productions right which was your company name at that time I used
0: to just print up business cards just as a hobby
1: right as a hobby and hand <laughs> them out cards. as a hobby and they said Jim Stansel Productions president and drummer right it says drummer and Culture buff? Culture buff. Which
0: that's the state that's from when yeah. we were in our office and the, the publicist told us everyone had to say something that we're interested in. And said, um I'm a
1: culture buff. No, and
0: everyone <laughs> it was so funny. No no What the, is a culture everyone buff? Everyone wrote something like, you know, I like knitting or whatever and I wrote drummer slash New York history and culture buff. <laughs> And I was roundly made fun of for that. And Tom, I think, used to call me the culture buff like, just for years after that. And so on my office here at age 50, it says drummer slash culture buff.
1: Which is so great, especially people that don't know you or know your history, that there's anything yeah. ironic about that. You <laughs> I was
0: sort of into that stuff, but it was just like I had to come up with something.
1: You are a great drummer. Thank you. We just had your drumming stylings last weekend at your... 50th birthday celebration. We all went up to Ojai and you were...
0: And I hired um, a live band karaoke (laughs) band.
1: Yeah, and you spent more time behind the drums than the drummer. Thank God, right? because you were more entertaining. Well,
0: I said to the guys in the band, since I'm paying the bill, I'm just going to sit in on the drums when I feel like it. Right,
1: and not pay you as much, because I did the drumming.
0: every time I played drums instead of the guy, I took money out of his pocket. Right,
1: well, and rightfully (laughs) so. But you have so many hobbies, but you are somebody to me who, I mean, I relate because I can't sit still because I always want to be learning something. In fact, I was a little late today because I was teaching myself to play the strum stick, which PS I bought when we were shooting Wanderlust in Georgia. Great time. Amazing time. Had it in a case, hadn't opened it since I've been home, which is several years, and my son found it and said, what's this? Wow. And my first thought was, that would be nine oh, shit, years, there the was way. a rifle in my closet. And I realized, nope, just a strum stick.
0: Oh, my God.
1: And now I'm teaching myself to play it. And by teaching myself to play it, I mean I spent three minutes on a YouTube video that was sort I know, of but isn't that loading. so fun that
0: you can, like, learn things so quick? You know?
1: I, well, I don't know that I can, but I, I love to try. But you... Are the same. I get obsessive with stuff
0: all the time. Yeah. Like four years ago or so now, I picked up the Rubik's Cube, which I had never really. I see one
1: right behind your head right now. And it's completed.
0: Well, I had never really done it in the 80s when it came out, even though I was of the age of the kids that did. But now I'm like, okay, I'm an adult. I can learn this. And it took me a while. But now I can do it in 30 seconds.
1: I also love David because you're somebody who is crazy busy, a million (laughs) projects huge social life. You have it's two really young sad. children and you somehow also manage to, cause it's important. You have to, you have to have these. But I was just outlets. talking to somebody
0: about how it's so easy to concentrate on things you want to concentrate on. For example, part of my job is to read certain scripts and it's hard for me to read and sit down and just focus on that. Mm-hmm. And I'll read like two pages and I'm like, Oh, I'm going to get distracted. Yeah. The other night I wanted to videotape myself doing a certain magic trick and I did 45 takes of it without a break. Sure. Until I got it right.
1: You brought up magic. And that was sort of like the primary thing that I mm-hmm. I sure. I think is incredible because it's also not, you know, a lot of people play an instrument, but magic is something that I feel like you could pull maybe a group of boys at a summer camp and maybe a quarter of them do magic. Yeah. But then to see someone actually carry it through and in a masterful way. And I want to brag about you for a second. David Wayne, am I even allowed to say this? Because it's uh, kind yeah, of, that's my, okay.
0: my whole name is fine because it's online. Okay. And
1: stuff. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I just let the cat out of the bag. Oh, yeah. His last name's Wayne. We call him Wayne now. David Wayne is now an official member of
0: oh, right. the Magic yeah. Castle, a magician member.
1: It's a big deal.
0: It is a big deal for me because it is a very grueling audition process. No, it's actually. a big deal. Yeah
1: deal. The Magic Castle is no joke.
0: No, you have to actually show that you really know what you're doing.
1: Yeah. No, but they're like like any sort of old how long has it been around?
0: Since the thirties, I think.
1: Yeah. yeah. So sort of any kind of fraternity or any kind of, you know, group like that, they want it to be taken seriously. And I think probably magic in general. I mean, I think some people change the sort of, you know, way people see magic that's kind of hipped it up a little bit in, in recent mm-hmm. years, but When it's incredible, it's because it looks easy. Like, oh, I could do that.
0: Yeah, well, that's the whole thing. And
1: that's the whole thing. I have always been blown away by your magic. Thank you. And it's also a hobby that you think like halfway through your life, like, oh, I don't have time. You know, that? yeah, that's something I used to do or whatever. But the fact that you continued to pursue it.
0: I, when I was a kid, I, I was really, really into magic. And I loved watching Doug Henning on TV and David Copperfield and stuff. And then I had equipment and stuff. And I had my dad drive me around when I was 12 to birthday parties. And I was like, we know the great, the magician. And we put an ad in the Jewish news and... Um, I did a few birthday parties. I didn't do so it. So you for... only
1: did Jewish birthday parties.
0: No, I didn't actually. I did He does one...
1: kosher magic.
0: I did one where uh, I didn't, they all spoke only Spanish and I didn't know until I got there. Um... But they
1: spoke the language of magic.
0: Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I don't think they liked what I did. Okay. So I did that as a kid. And then I actually went to magic camp when I was 10. Oh
1: yeah, that's right. Um,
0: which was really crazy. And How then... many
1: people made the joke that we're not going to make your kids disappear? Was that like on the brochure? I don't think brochure? anyone made
0: that joke. It's a
1: pretty good joke.
0: I'm gonna let them know about it, okay? If I could.
1: If they do accept the joke, mm-hmm. can I just get a little something? Yeah, I'm gonna okay.
0: I'm gonna say they can throw you a little something. Just
1: a little something, like even a, a mention, paste. like an asterisk.
0: We'll get your beak wet. Because I write way.
1: jokes <laughs> for a living, you know. Yeah. They're not all great.
0: Supposedly I do too, although my kids think I'm the least funny person on earth.
1: My son is obsessed with showing me other people's shows and so then I frantically look up things I've done to show him (laughs) and uh, it never, it's never works. He's never impressed by me.
0: So then here's my magic story. One of the teachers I had when I was very young said, when you're become a teenager, you're going to get out of magic because you're not going to think it's cool and you're going to be more interested in girls. I was like, not me. And then it kind (laughs) of happened. (laughs) But I did stick with it a little bit. I kept doing card tricks and stuff over my years. But then only in my mid-30s did I decide I somehow I just really want to get more serious Did about you
1: it. see something? Was it like David Blaine all of a sudden or something? I that- actually
0: saw on YouTube this trick by Ricky Jay that I then recreated. I learned this one trick. And in order to learn it, it took me six months of study. Wow. To like really, it took forever before I could actually show it to another person. Wow! And then I kept working on it and still improving it and trying to get it right for years and years and years. And only yesterday morning did I feel like it was good enough to put out online.
1: Wow! And so I did that. What do you mean online? Like you put it on? I put your... it on YouTube just for kids. You put it on YouTube, but All I, right, I, gotta...
0: I I have a YouTube channel and instagram stuff that i sometimes put up magic tricks or music songs that i've made or whatever.
1: david why don't you tell me
0: but none of it is for any reason like i'm not yeah. looking to promote anything or make any money or it's just for what. No. I, whatever well you're a i performer. do drawings you're a performer uh,
1: you know. and that that's another thing that's been blowing me away lately is all your drawings and your doodles and your just just that you have so many
0: Anything to avoid working.
1: Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what it is. Because I I have that in spades. Yeah. But I would watch you do magic all day long. It's so fun. When I was in elementary school, there was a boy like that. And my mom hired him one year for my birthday party. And all I remember was thinking, like, he's a man. He had like a little like sort of Ralph Macchio mustache. And I was like, well, he's an adult man. He's like a... He smells... Sounds like your
0: classic neighborhood magician.
1: Completely. And it was like the pheromones were yeah. on fire. And I remember like he, he had... <laughs> I remember his cape. And I remember him wafting his cape towards me and me being like, oh, like he was one of the Beatles. And I was probably 10 and he was probably 13 or and, 14. And he,
0: there's no way, chance he was one of the Beatles.
1: He... Wasn't one of the Beatles, but he was.
0: The eleven spoonful.
1: Doug Henning. Oh my Turns goodness! Out, yeah, I'm a lot older than you. Okay. Than wow. You thought I was okay. Originally, I'm thinking through this. <laughs> he. I don't know what happened to him, but my guess is you're not going to bump into him at the Magic Castle, but you never know. Right. Right.
0: You never know where who you're going to see there.
1: Have you met other big well Penn and Teller?
0: I've yeah, yeah. I've met a lot of uh, yeah. uh, the magicians around. I mean, the, there's Penn and Teller, like the the ones that everyone's heard of, but um, a lot of the big people in the magic world, I've gotten to know a little bit and sometimes gotten to go for coffee and get to, you know, and do
1: you do your tricks for them?
0: I do just in the guise of like, look at this, crappy thing and can you make it help me yeah. give me a tip to make it better and stuff because if I sit with uh, for example my friend Helder who's like the top card guy right and he I say look here's this classic mover this one and he's like oh my god he wants to like bury his head yeah. and he's just like I can't believe you ever would do that in public like, <laughs> what oh what is your oh please please don't ever show anyone that you know
1: (laughs) do you remember when we i had forgotten about this but do you remember david blaine was kind of around when we were in new
0: york he used to literally come to our office doing the state at mtv i
1: remember we had a party at my apartment downtown and he was like in the hallway pulling things out of people's ears but I think right at
0: the very very beginning of his career he got in in his head quite rightly that he yeah. should just go hang out just places go hang out where people who are interesting are and he would literally just walk into our office yeah. every so often and, okay you know.
1: i'm glad you remember that because part yeah. of me was starting to think it was some weird dream huh? some weird when david blaine would appear in the middle of our <laughs> office and just, oh that actually happened okay yeah. so i wonder for you like do you think you started doing all these, because I know you were were like the youngest in your family.
0: Correct. I had much older sisters. And they
1: were all sisters. And I remember you explaining, and I've seen you, you know, I saw you with, with your parents, and I remember the sort of dynamic of like you were the-
0: I was the court jester.
1: Right. And people loved everything. Right. And I was similar in the sense that for many years, I was an only child. My father remarried, and I have two amazing half- Siblings. I know them both very well. You know well. them very well, but they're adult people now, but they're a lot younger than me. So, my point being, I was a only child for a while a lot of attention for you yeah you've got a lot of attention and i could do no wrong my bits my my songs my oh yeah tap dancing I,
0: I, my every dinner time was like a show yeah and i would just do whatever and everyone's like oh david, david david
1: so that to me can go one way or another and luckily it turned out you're talented because if you hadn't been and then you burst you know onto the scene as an adult and realize like oh no one else finds any of this humorous or interesting, right? It could be really sad or for you, you. Just
0: become a different kind of person, you're the guy who's like making jokes at the bar after, yeah, work and, you know.
1: yeah, you could be that guy. <laughs> but do you think having that kind of like a confidence because all these things that you gravitate towards, you do a drawing and then you turn around and you share it and you put it on YouTube or you put it on Instagram? So it's for you, it seems like a lot of it is about. Look at what I did, like sharing with people this cool thing that you've done, your music, I mean, your it is, magic.
0: Well, actually, <laughs> the amount that I don't share is pretty massive, too. Like I I want to see know, that channel. Well, I mean, I spend a lot of time. I, I like make songs a lot on um, Logic. I, I write music all the time. I play drums constantly. Do Not, you ever much of it work? Because no. I'm
1: starting between the Rubik's Cubing.
0: Well, all my hobbies, though, are very sort of modular and I mean like tennis you have to like go make an appointment and do it for yeah, an hour yeah but uh, piano I can do for two minutes in between phone right. calls at work and I have a piano here in my office or I can or any of these things magic is the ultimate one I when I'm on the subway or have three minutes to wait in a waiting room I can practice Just magic pull a
1: cotton ball out of some lady's ear yeah
0: or always have a deck of cards so that's one of the reasons I gravitate towards those hobbies and also I I definitely like. I'm a guy who likes to keep my hands busy, and yeah, has always always been that way.
1: That's why I, I like all the, my little. I hate the word crafting, but all my things like that because I yeah. can have around the house. I'll, I have five projects going at one time. In fact, this my, one interests me now. This one interests me now.
0: My mom was the same way, and she was like a huge knitter, knitter, and then before that, yeah. needle pointer. Yeah. And I picked up a little needlepoint kit when I was in Cleveland to oh. do with my kids, and it was really just the pulling it through completely yeah. brought my mom back in a yeah. huge way. But I I taught my kids origami, like anything like little. And to me, all those things are also a great way to like not be on your phone. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, I bet you get 15, 15, 15, 15 just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch.
1: $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Well, that's a whole other...
0: And so like, yeah, if I'm waiting in line, I'm doing cards or Rubik's Cube or something else with my hands instead of just flipping through Instagram. And I'm much happier that way.
1: Do you ever think to yourself, why do I have to do all these things? Because I feel like I started doing things, it was almost like a self-care thing. Like I know that if I sit, and I knew this as a kid, that sitting still was not good for me. Right. And I didn't know it like, you know... I just was a feeling like, Whoop, can't do that. Gotta gotta keep moving.
0: There's so much satisfaction in creating something or getting better at something to me. So like in drawing or music, like to make something and have it be done. And there it is. Those little incremental things like, oh, I couldn't do that yesterday. Now I can do it today. Like you work on something and you, there's a tactile and very literal way that you're better.
1: Voila, there, picking there up it is. Picking up skills. It's yeah. so fun. I think also in, in our business, the whole process takes longer than I think most people realize, right. especially if you're going all the way from idea to writing to... Pre production to production to post production. It's not a very um, immediately gratifying business in that sense. So to have things that you can do that are like, boop, learned a song. There you go, world. Right. You and know. also the... And, there's my strum too. And that
0: there's no stakes. You know? Like, right, right. Like I said, a lot of the music stuff I do, it's for nobody. I don't play yeah. it for other human beings or for the internet or anything. I just literally struggle. I've, I'll spend six months learning to play something on the piano and then I'm like, all right, next. You know.
1: Have you done shows at the Magic Castle yet? Because I know you can go there and see like close-up magic and... Uh,
0: I have not done a formal show there and possibly never will. okay But what I do do... <laughs> okay, he said do-do. everybody Is... The Magic Castle has all sorts of spaces, and so as a member there, I have the right and the invitation to just to set move up and, and play and do oh, card tricks like anytime, anywhere. And so I can—I I have done that. I'll go down in the bar and just start doing tricks, and then people come around and.
1: I'd like to see you just move in and see well, if they
0: <laughs> see. The thing is, this takes time that I don't really have, but I'm—I'm going to make time at some point. Is invite like 20 people over to my house, yeah, and do like a half-hour show, and then we'll hang out and go home you know
1: I would love that
0: I, I could only have fit 20 people in oh I see what you're saying so, oh, oh no 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 I mean yeah. I would
1: love to clean up after or I'd it. love. yeah
0: I'll tell you yeah. all about it
1: yeah yeah I would love to hear about it great after great. you get it thanks totally um, I'm glad you get it no I I, I would at least be 22 <laughs> yeah we'll see I mean David and I we've known each other for so yeah long we live together and you were telling me that you we're thinking about taking up cooking as a hobby now uh-huh. or just a way to <laughs> oh, feed now, yourself. Yeah. And it brought me back to when you and I lived together in New York in the 90s Yeah, and as platonic friends. Right. And I think the only thing you and I ever ate or had in our kitchen was the golden graham golden cereal. Yeah.
0: We, 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 we would... lived
1: on literally golden graham cereal. Well,
0: I think we were going through, I know I was in my junior year of college, but I think we were both going through that phase of being like, oh, we're adults. Yeah. If we want to keep eating golden grams and nothing else, no, no one's telling us not to. And we can just screw you world. And we would finish one box like in, in sitting and then go get another one.
1: <laughs> I also remember having an electric stove and roasting marshmallows on a fork over them for and thinking the same thing. Like, right. I'm an adult now. I get to just do this and no one is telling me that I can't. Right.
0: Or you could have chocolate ice cream for dinner. And, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah so. We were real rebels.
0: That's the kind of rebel stuff that we yeah. were into. Yeah, like, it's a miracle hardcore. we're not in prison.
1: I know. <laughs> I remember you playing squash when we were in. Yeah, I well, I started playing
0: squash actually when I was about thirty, so now I've played for twenty years, and I totally love it. It's very, it's sort of an East Coast sport, and it's I, very I, East Coast. I live here in Los Angeles now, but I have found a place to play and i play a lot
1: i used to play with my dad when i was younger
0: or was it racquetball
1: no it was full-on squash with yeah. the long racket and the smaller ball yeah i love it and the, yeah we it's, used to my dad and i used to play quite a bit almost every weekend when i was growing up oh wow we were not good
0: come play with me
1: i don't i literally <laughs> haven't played in 40 i actually uh years i play with
0: matt walsh all the time
1: you play with matt walsh mm-hmm. oh i would love to see that That's Um, its own YouTube channel. Yeah, maybe (laughs) we should do that. (laughs) Matt and David play squash.
0: I mean, you know, yeah, there's a lot of people who do whatever they do in Instagram, all of it. Yeah. Um, I don't do that. No. um, But I do play a lot of squash and I play tennis and I do um, a lot of Photoshopping for fun.
1: (laughs) You have tricks that you use on Instagram and you use it like an art. So you'll roll out. There's a few things that you do with your drawing, but then also with... Your sign... Minor sign changes. Minor sign changes. Hashtag minor
0: sign changes. And
1: they're so good. I find myself sharing them with people. It's a great thing to sort of bring up when you don't know what to say. You you just look (laughs) up your hashtag minor sign changes. You need to do like a book of them.
0: Yeah. If I was smart, I would probably... Try to monetize Any number of these things but They're
1: not jokes They are the most subtle They're just non- weird yeah. Joke
0: Well there's one That I printed out Up there That's uh, on my office wall I
1: wondered why That was up there Yeah
0: there's 11 You can see some for, With your Howard naked Howard
1: Johnson's Cocktini's Restaurant. Yeah it's a yeah. B-R-E-S-T tw- <laughs>
0: <laughs> This is a It's this, this, this a black and white Burlesque photo. laser tag Of Times Square Howard Johnson's From like the 70s 70s or,
1: And P.S. my dad and I used to go there and eat clams, fried clams. Um, So you're wanting to learn how to cook. So you're thinking you're going to use like the fresh direct.
0: Well, for what it's worth, I do know how to cook and I have two kids and I cook for them all the time. Yeah.
1: And you guys do Um, a cute little like you do like tablescaping, you and the boys. Well,
0: they've loved setting the table. Yeah. And they're learning to cook basic stuff, too. But I know how to cook the most basic foods. Well enough, right? Um, and I would like to just go one step beyond that. And I, a friend of mine, did Blue Apron with her son while he was growing up for a year. Yeah. And by the end, he came out being an expert cook because because I went over and the son cooked this incredible meal just on his own. And I'm like, oh my god, what like kid cooks so well? And he's like, we did Blue Apron. So why
1: don't you just skip the whole thing? You can spend more time on your Rubik's cube and just hire this kid to be your personal chef. I should do that.
0: I might do that. And then he can also solve the Rubik's Cube save time there.
1: Right. Oh my God, he could do all your drawings. You could teach him to drum.
0: By the way, the drawings, I never was someone who learned or knew anything about drawing. But there's this app I found called Camera Lucida. And-
1: I know it well.
0: It's so great.
1: I started using it because you had told me about it. And I'll tell you, if somebody sees it and thinks, oh, well, he's drawing this well because it's an app, you try it just because it helps you see and guides you yeah does not mean you're going to come up with what you come up with on it there. basically
0: yeah it, it just enables you to see the thing you're wanting to draw like a photo and what you're drawing at the same time
1: you know that it's a very old concept of course yeah and people have used it for years of course to, to be able to draw something so it's not like you're cheating or using something well it that's
0: depends who un- you ask
1: but i challenge them to try
0: Right, but it, uh, to me, it's like I don't even care. Yeah. i'm I'm not trying to do anything. I'm not trying to I'm prove trying anything. I'm not trying to make money. I'm not trying to trick you. I never lie about it. it's it just it's fun for me. it I love doing this yeah. drawing. And I've also learned a lot about stuff like shading and cross hatching and a lot about drawing just because I'm doing it. Yeah, I think it's abs- absurd to be like, but you're using an app. I'm like, yeah.
1: I mean, unless you're going to like pull the stickers off the Rubik's Cube and but put them it back like, in order, that's like, cheating. Oh my God,
0: look, he wrote this great screenplay. No, but he used an app. He used right. Final Draft. Like, okay. Right.
1: <laughs> there is a setting on Final Draft where you can just push it and it completes the screenplay for you. It puts yeah. in the most obvious ending.
0: That's I use that
1: all the time. That's a, that's that's the, you pay extra for that. Um. You play poker. Have you played poker with Michael Black?
0: All the time. I mean, we, we live on separate coasts now.
1: Right. But I mean, you play poker like...
0: Like Da Vinci does art.
1: Well, now you're pushing it.
0: I play poker like De Niro acts. <laughs> <laughs> when I was single and girlfriendless, which was most of my 20s and into my 30s, mm-hmm. I um, played a ton of poker. I yeah. played at the illegal poker room in New York right. in my neighborhood
1: and we used to play at parties and like yeah. we played at your birthday
0: but when i got married and had kids that i consciously picked one thing to drop and that's yeah what,
1: wives don't love it well it was just i'm going to run off and I go play poker i just couldn't do it. it was
0: too much but now i play maybe once a month every month or two and i love it
1: as long as you're not losing the nest egg what yeah. the hell
0: i mean what the hell right it's it like
1: me and my crystal meth. I don't spend that much money. Psycholo- I come back yeah. like a month later. <laughs>
0: yeah, but you, you've lost so much weight, which is the bonus.
1: I look fantastic. It's just the dental bills that are killing me. Yeah. Oh, God. oh, so sad. I know.
0: I find the psychology of how much a regular person is willing to lose at an evening of poker interesting. Like
1: It's not always relative to how much money they have.
0: No, it's nothing to do with that.
1: No. It's sort of like when you drive around the valley and it's like, wait a second... Look at, there's like a Jaguar and a Tesla and a Bentley outside of those tiny little apartments in an area you wouldn't expect. Right, It's it's sort of, uh, for some people, status maybe to throw that much money around? It's just
0: different. Everyone has different psychology about different categories of what you do with money. And so I know people who would never spend more than $50 out at night for an evening of entertainment in any way will drop $500 at a Wednesday night poker game.
1: Do you get like a, a rush? Is it that or is it the game? Is it the sort of c-
0: there's something leading to me? Actually, once the chips are on the table and you're looking at chips, it actually it doesn't. I'm enjoying just as much if it was a $20 buy in versus if it was a $500 buy in. But there is a feeling, though, that it's got to hurt a little to lose. Or else, it won't feel quite as good to win. <laughs>
1: right, right. Of course. Yeah. Do you go in with a number like tonight? I'm not going to lose more than this. Or yeah, oh, I do. I,
0: I you do. Well, I, I come in with a certain amount of money that uh, okay. I know might go away, and then that's it. That's all you're
1: willing to um, lose.
0: I have had experiences like I went to a celebrity's poker game that I won't name one time, and I was way in over my head. But I didn't think about it. I was like, I know how to play poker. It's great. Yeah. What's the worst that can and, happen? And I'm sitting oh. there. It was there was a lot of money involved, so I brought like a ton of money just to be safe just in case kind yeah of. you didn't want to be that guy and all of it was gone in like a minute oh like, no i couldn't believe it and, and then I you're was, like
1: can i help you refill the chip and bowls, it was this or...
0: it was the host of the party who got me so fast like oh, it was like no. i was like before i
1: sat down and had a bite of a sandwich i was like whoa you know the second we click this podcast off i'm finding out who this person is but you know it's weird
0: well, th- this podcast isn't going to go on because you forgot to put the film in the camera. Wait a second, oh my there's God. a hair in the gate. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: <laughs> Any other hobbies?
0: I forgot. I my screensaver. I know your list. On. Your
1: screensaver went off. Let me see. Tennis and squash. Yeah, I've been playing a
0: lot of tennis lately. Actually,
1: you do enjoy the sports for fun thing, which is something I've never quite understood. I remember you used to play, or you used to organize and play. Oh, ultimate, ultimate frisbee yeah. in Central Park.
0: I was big into that. You
1: were big into in my that. My twenties. You like social sports for for fun more than just for exercise. I think most people do. Uh, not this guy, not (laughs) me.
0: Well, but I don't, I don't like
1: like anything having to do with sports.
0: Surfing with your husband. No, I don't. No, I don't. Gotcha.
1: I went surfing (laughs) one time with my husband and the wave took me in and he said, jump up, jump up. As I jumped up, I caught my bikini strap on my board Mm. and went riding like a deer that had just in a wet sack come out of its mom's body. I sort of got myself up on the board, top went flying and I was screaming as I was riding onto shore. So I, I alerted everyone with my scream to look up and there's this gangly fool, topless riding in on a surfboard. That's my surfing experience.
0: So three takeaways from the story is bikini. Yes. Wet sack Yes. And topless.
1: Yep. Sounds okay. like a typical Friday night. <laughs> yep. Down to down down. Sounds
0: like the theme of my bar mitzvah. <laughs> oh, what?
1: Sh- <laughs> you wish.
0: Um No oh.
1: wait, what do you mean when you say logic is well, one that's, of your hobbies? I just
0: I I go on logic, which is like Pro Tools. And I just, you know.
1: Oh, that's a music program. It's a music program. And <laughs> I, I thought you meant I, like do. figuring things out. No, no,
0: no. But also my kids and I are really into escape rooms. That's another big one. Oh.
1: Yeah. So talk me through this because we think we're too scared to go to Oh,
0: them. no, no, no. Escape rooms is an unfortunate name for certain people. It's called yeah, it a puzzle room.
1: Yeah, because I am claustrophobic.
0: No, escape rooms are bigger than this room.
1: Like I have to take a deep breath just hearing about this. Because what if I panic and I just want out?
0: You would just walk out the door.
1: Oh the it's door can open. It's oh. never locked. David, it's, you just ru- you, you just gave away the
0: Yeah, it's not like you're stuck in like a coffin and you're like <laughs> you're literally just in a room that has different puzzles and then you have to like figure out these puzzles that eventually lead to the door lock. You know, one thing leads to another or there's various really fun, clever ways that ultimately result in either a key or a combination or something that opens the door. So it's not like a horror thing. Well, they have different themes. Some of them do have like a scary theme or like a you okay. Know, or you could be in an Egyptian crypt or you could be. Is there like an abduction story. theme? Like you've been yeah, abducted you can, by for you, we can get that. some cult we can leader. Work that out. That's
1: a good one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> There's a wide variety of different storylines that go in there. They're really fun.
1: I might do that just oh to make God. some extra money. It's I'll a drive blast. a van around town. Yeah. It's an escape van. Yeah. And I put you in it and then I drive you around LA. You know, another thing you could do. If, if you need it, the extra money is to be a prostitute. I could do that. Mm-hmm. I could do that. I do have some free time on my hands between all the needle pointing and tablescaping. Yeah.
0: What you need to do, though, that you have to do an investment for that, which is to get a spray tan.
1: And business cards, because I feel like people won't know I'm a prostitute unless right. I hand them a business card. Okay, but
0: I'm going to give you, I'll send you offline, obviously, a web link that I know where you can get business cards for a pretty good price. Okay,
1: an offline web link.
0: Well, I'm going to give it to you. I don't want to give it to the listeners unless you can do that. I can just
1: I can just ask Jeeves. I'll find it. Okay, fine. (laughs) Here's what we're going to do for the rest of the day. We're going to go in a car, and we'll do the Rubik's cube on the way to playing squash. Mm -hmm. And then when we get to the squash, you will play the drums. Uh, I'm, mm, gonna a, I'm gonna give. That doesn't I'm gonna give an
0: invite to anyone listening to this. Okay. If you want to have a jam session with me, mm. or play squash, mm. um, or tennis. Okay. I will meet you anytime. Anybody, ev- anyone listening. Wow. I will. You just let me know.
1: I will add to that. Mm-hmm. I, for anyone listening, will sit and eat a bowl of golden grams with you. Uh, so I feel like. But I'm we've, gonna be selective about who you are. I'm gonna be honest. I'm not just gonna pick anybody.
0: But I feel like we've got the the listeners all set now. <laughs>
1: They're running to their phones, to the hotline. I do you have a toll-free number
0: for this podcast. I, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, there is a toll-free number for the podcast. I do want to let you know that you can use. For those of you who want to get in touch but are not feeling like you're up for paying the toll, there is a toll-free number. So we're going to listen. For okay. so those of you who do need to get in touch, The, mm-hmm. the and this is a real number, you can call this. Mm-hmm. 1-844-370-8643. That's one 844 370 8-6-4-3. And remember, do not worry. That is a toll-free call. We're standing by.
1: <laughs> I love you. love you, too. Bye. Bye. Leslie will be
0: back from hiatus in a few weeks. In the meantime, we have more episodes from the wonderful Carrie Kenny to come. Does listening to Filling the Void fill your void? Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts.